Welcome to Paranormal Things. It's your host, Keith, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We're going to do uh, Ghost Hunters um, International Mysteries. And without further ado, here it is. He travels to the Isle of Man to investigate a medieval castle of terror. A lady in a black dress came running by. Man, she just vanished. The three boys ran out of the castle. Yeah, the castle. Is the lady in black hiding in the dark? Oh my God. The shadow from the window across behind it. Or is she plotting her revenge on the team? Oh, oh my God. Then GHI trains the Atlantic for the Pacific in its return to earthquake-stricken New Zealand. What is that? That this sounded is... like a voice. Can they solve this decades-old shotgun slaying? Who pulled the trigger? At the Rickerton Racecourse Hotel. Mr. Fraser, you make two lights flash? This is weird. I know. K2 went off. This is Ghost Hunters International. Paul, the technical manager, Joe, the investigator, Scott, the investigator, Susan, the investigator in training. Douglas Howe, man, it's got to be off the coast of England. Hello, folks, and uh, welcome to the middle of the Irish Sea. Ireland. The Isle of Man is famous for many things, but uh, one of them was the ferry bridge. Apparently, you have to stop on your way over and I suppose Britain owns that one too, so I not hope Ireland. That you packed something appropriate. Here we go. One ferry bridge. Ferry bridge. These were for, these were ferries what back in the brought? day. See, Susie's got a wand. What the hell is that? I don't know. <laughs> it looks like it belongs in a tree. There's tradition that people will make a wish. And not that I necessarily believe in fairies, but it's meant to give you good luck. So fingers crossed tonight, so it's a little bit lucky for us. I actually kind of believe in fairies. I definitely respect the little people with wings. <laughs> we bit of Irish and all of us. Season Well, team, we're heading over to investigate Castle Russian. Now, this place is huge and one of the oldest and best preserved medieval castles in the world. It's currently used as a museum and educational center, and our client, Alan, has been getting a lot of visual reports from people who visit. One of the apparitions is known as the Lady in Black, and she's been seen throughout the castle walls. Lady also, there's Black. an apparition of a small girl. She's man. about 8 to 10 years old. She likes to tug on jackets and coats at some of the visitors. Out. Okay, folks, the, uh, the castle's coming up. Quite a statement, I have to say. <sighs> that looks well, like an impregnable Thank you, Alan. So, Alan, what can you tell us about this wonderful castle? castle? The origins of Castle Russian date back to 1200. Alan um, Shaw, oh, Most of the was actually built. Later on in life, it became uh, a lunatic asylum. It was also a debtor's uh, prison as well. So, Alan, we're led to believe that there's some unusual paranormal activity here at the castle. Is it possible we can maybe see where these areas of paranormal interest are happening? It would be my pleasure. Follow me. We've called GHI in to investigate the castle because we've done many tours inside the castle. And I've seen chaps come running out of the castle screaming. Well, here we are in the 17th century room. 17th century room. We have a room actually. This is where the, the ghost of the little girl was seen. In the 17th century room, an apparition appeared. as a small girl, aged about probably nine or Ian ten years. Kinley. She was wearing a brown, rough material dress. She was barefooted. She had dirty feet. She had rosy cheeks. So we have 
called her ever since Rose. Now, where do you think Rosie. there's another comet from, from outside uh, in the village? Why would they be in here? Years Very ago, fixture. it was also a debtor's uh, prison as well. Now, if you owed team. money, your whole family would be thrown in. Is that the only time she's been seen in this room? Colina That's the only time she's been seen in this room, Chris which she has been too. seen in another part of the castle. All right. Would you like to go to the next room? Sure, yes. We're now in the Lord's chamber. There was a, a mother and a father three. and a little girl came in on a tour. The little girl walked up the stairs to this room. She was looking out the windows and she the heard Lord's a chamber, noise behind. She turned Russian. in the fireplace was a little girl. The little girl in the fireplace looked at this child. She waved. She smiled. And then she vanished into thin air. Right on she described fire. it as wearing brown raggy dress. So it looks like Rose haunts this room as well. Okay, Alan, where are we going next? Please follow me. Okay. Watch for your step while you're going over the side. Hey, it's a long way down. It's definitely not much to stop you, that's for sure. This is the condemned cell. If you was waiting for execution, execution you would geez. spend your last minutes alive before the executioner came and took you away and you'd be hung by the neck until dead. The last person to be executed on the Isle of Man was John Kiauch on the 1st of August 1872. He murdered his father. John was kept here for murder. What other crimes would put somebody in this room? On the Isle of Man we actually had 212 reasons why he would be executed uh, all the way from murder right down to one poor little boy who was only 8 years old and he actually found a silk handkerchief in the marketplace and because he was found with it, he was sentenced to death. An eight-year-old boy they hung. A group of us, um, I was sat right at the back by That's the door. That's barbaric. And the door right next to me just swung open, which frightened the life out of me. We thought the door opened on its own. They um, filmed it. But when we went out, there was absolutely nobody there at all. There's witnesses. A lot happens in Britain. The territory thereof. More steps. <laughs> The reason why I brought you up here is because means... three boys who decided to have a look at Castletown right wow. from the top when suddenly a lady in a black dress came running by. She was wearing a long black dress. She had a black bonnet on her head, white face and very dark hands. And they said that she just turned and she just vanished. The three boys Turn ran black. from the castle and they vowed never to come and stay another night in Castle Russian. Were there any other claims of activity up here? No, just the lady in black. That's all we know the haunted area here. You want to be careful you don't get pushed down the stairs. I'm just saying. R-U-S-H-E-N. That's the name of the castle. They got a lot of... Can you move the whole tripod further across that doorway, please? So I'm definitely interested to see if we'll be able to catch any of these things happening tonight. Scott, what did you do? But we are going to tackle this the best we can with our audio and our video equipment and the... see what we come up with. <laughs> do you know how to focus that in? You're going the wrong way. Okay. Turn it the other way. That's it. How's that? Fine. Perfect. Okay, how's the setup? We are ready to run. What we have here is the very, very top of the building. There's Lady in Black with the very black hands. Then what we have is the like 17th century room with these mannequins. Lady in Black. We have the little girl that we're looking Something for. Something from then proof then we have is the Lord's Chambers, where this same little girl can seen sitting in the fireplace. And then finally we have the condemned yeah, this is season cell, three, where this door's um, supposed to fly open. Okay. Episode five. Great, let's get those lights out. This is again on Daily Motion. GHI. Let's head to the Lord's Chamber. The King's bedroom. Murder and Mysteries, that's what it's fully called. Why would a kid be sitting in a fireplace? It just seems like an odd spot. I don't get it. Barry and I were investigating the Lord's Chamber, and this is where a little girl had seen a uh, 
young girl apparition um, sitting in the fireplace. Sitting if you in are the here, fireplace. if you are that little girl, guess you can't. Guess you're impervious to heat and everything can else. Can you tell us your name? In the hereafter. We just want to know you can hear us. Chris, mm-hmm. something just grabbed my leg. Are you screwing me? I am not. I am being serious. Little little girl probably touched my knee. There's nothing for you to get caught on, like. I was in the exact same place. It was the left knee. You got like grabbed, or your clothes got tugged. No, actually grabbed. It felt like a non-threatening small hand just gripped me by the knee. Uh, Did it's you non-threatening. Grab it's Barry's probably the eight-year-old girl. The if you did, can girl. you do it again? Were you able to come over and sit beside me? Maybe tell me your name. Are you able to touch Chris on the face? Oh my God! What? A shadow moved from the window, bounced behind you. GHI International, Castle Our Man, Castle Russian. We've heard that the Lord's Chamber, five hours into the investigation. If you Welcome are here, if you things. are that little girl. On Anchor FM. Can you tell us your name? Podcast. Chris, I come up to investigate the large chamber. This is where reports of a need support here. Appear support me. And then she vanished. Are you able to touch Chris on the face? With whatever you can. Oh my god. What? A shadow moved from the window across behind you. Chris and I were conducting an EVP session, and that's whenever I seen a shadow pass in behind Chris. Have you ever had your picture? Can't see it from that angle. It doesn't hurt. Barry's taking my picture. You want to come sit next to me? It's amazing how they built these places to last forever. These castles. Is there a draft? Probably down the flue of the uh, fireplace. Well, she's got a voice. I'm sure we'll have caught it. You want to try another room? Yeah. Ending EVP session. Going out of the Lord's Chamber to another. Condemn cells where you wait for execution. John was imprisoned here for murdering his father. Joe and I did focus on most of our energy where John was said to have moved the door and scared people with it. John, are you in here? The the condemned cell. Are you responsible for the doors swinging open? You get a rise out of scaring people? If I approach the door, will you slam it open and give me a good scare? I'd like All to see that. I'd like to see a skeleton-faced monster and Let's check hit you right out. in the face with it. And look at the force to it. So, so maybe the door was completely latched. Like when people are in here, and then it just swings open. Castle from the outside is beautiful. Then you didn't push that. No, I just let go. The garden, right, the garden was all around it. And that if it wasn't completely latched, and then it swings open and smacks somebody. We were investigating the claim of the door opening. Now, it's a pretty heavy door, and it has a faulty latch, so we're pretty confident that we were able to explain away that claim. Come speak to this box on this bench right here. Why did you kill your father? We know you were convicted of murder. 
You stabbed him with a pitchfork. We need you to come forward. Now. What the hell is that? What's that? Does that sound vocal to you? Yes, it did. We Catch it on the EVP like player. It was Catch it on the EVP player. Voice. We're doing it. We're doing it. John, are you humming? Could you do that again for us, please? Could you hum? Are you afraid to come near us? We have to make sense of what's been going on here. Nothing on the millimeter. This is Scott and Joe. Two investigators. That is constant 61.7. That was creepy. That was creepy. Okay, this is an audio session. Paul and Susan. 17th, 17th century. Eight hours into the investigation. Placing audio recorder down on the table. You know, this room does feel a little off for me. Hopefully, with all the EVPs the are trying to get. Right here. Looks like my here. EVP player. Hello? It's a digital recorder that records things that you, the human ear can't hear. So Sometimes it can, but 17th century room, where there's actually this a is good to catch it on the mannequin's uh, hands moving. Digital because a, a it's girl uh, in there proof. Rose. Can you please tell me your name? Susan Slaughter. The, Who's in the, the interview room? Right Who's in here with she's with blonde hair, short. Come on, Rose. Just move here something. Here she's black hair. Just let us know you're here. We're not going to hurt you. We're going to tell you what. You truly got an international flavor. My voice. Can you America's Brits. To the room where we're at? Chinese. <gasps> Holy oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. <gasps> I just saw something. She might have seen an apparition. Castle of me. Who's in the room with us right now? Who's in here with, with myself and Susan? Paul and I are investigating in the 17th century room. I wanted to investigate the claims of this little girl that's been seen in the castle. <gasps> Holy Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh she my sees god. something. <gasps> I just saw She's something going after. amazing. And all of a sudden, I saw what looks like a free-floating ball of mist. It was about this high. Yeah. And it was like see-through. And it morphed. It was like, like this morphing ball of blue mist. It was the craziest thing. I, oh my god! It was astonishing to see. Unfortunately, Paul was at the other end of the room. That he missed the phenomenon. But it was trying cool. to Whoever manifest. that was that just passed here on the walkway. Can you please come back and meet us? Can you give me some insight or some answer to what it was that I saw? If that was Rose, I will now ask if you could do it again. Okay, Rose, or whoever's here. We're going to be leaving now. If you have left us a message, we will attempt to pass that on for you. With all the equipment that we were using, um, I'm hopeful that we're going to capture some of what's actually been going on. EVP session end, this is Paul and Susan in the 17th century room. It's a heavy door. 
investigating the 17th century room. We were following up on Paul and Susan's early experience where Susan felt an uneasy feeling. Joe Chin so Hello, is there anybody in here? That's who's talking to you. My name is Joe. This is my friend Scott. Hello? We were told you might be able to make a blue mist for us. We need to know if you're in here in with their, us. In their repertoire, you can tell that. Taking pictures. Did you show yourself to our friend Susan? Getting EVPs. Can you appear for us like you did our friend? Footsteps, if that's anything. I footsteps. I heard that. It sounds like somebody will you know, run up the stairs. Yeah. Are you on here? Are you on steps? Anybody with Ghost Hunters International or Ghost Hunters? Pretty professional. They don't do shock job, shock type things like others do. That doesn't sound like it. No, it sounded, sounded like more muffled. Yeah, it sounded more like a rug or or a wood or something. It was yeah, it sounded like wood walking across a wooden floor. Taking my friends pictures as they go along. Do you want us to leave? I think I just felt a raindrop. Well, she does make an appearance. We do have a camera here that's running. An EVP session. Okay, guys, I think we've had a great investigation. Let's get the lights back up and get ready to leave. I'm going to go through the reveal and tell the guy what they found. Castle Russian is a remarkable place. The team themselves had a great investigation um, and it's going to be interesting to see what comes HGL. forward from analysis. Doesn't look like a big crew like the so American analysis for uh, Castle Russian. Because we were basically concentrating our DVR on the main tower where most of the claims came from, it did mean that we were going to be using our handheld cameras a lot more. This has meant we've got a lot more tapes to go through. It's going to take us a long time, but hopefully we're going to come up with some answers. All right, guys, Joe and I were investigating in the 17th century room, and when I was in there, I heard footsteps. They're definitely above Tepperman, me. Uh, Scott's the last name. The exact same thing. Well, Joe's I picked it up pretty clearly. So if you guys listen to this, give me your, give me your take on this. But Susan Slaughter. Something. Wow. That's a really interesting okay. piece. Three a.m. Oh, three p.m. Yes, sir. We believe we have some answers for you. Excellent. 
I know through the night, all of us had some experiences. Susie and Paul were investigating the 17th century room, and she happened to glance out through the door into the stairwell, and there was this blue mist that had formed and then vanished. It was gone so fast. The other two experiences actually took place in this room. That's correct. Yes, the Lord's Chamber. Chris was just sitting down here, and she was facing me, and I just happened to... A lot of hunting in Britain. A lot of international hunting. And I was also standing in the fireplace itself. I had just stepped inside home. and felt like a small hand just gripped my knee, but unfortunately nothing showed up on the DVR camera, I'm afraid. But we do have a couple of things we do want to show you. This is Chris Williams and Barry Fitzgerald. The were working in the condensed cells, and uh, they were looking at this doorway. And we wanted to show you a video. Now what you're going to see is Scott, he closed the door and they were just about to walk away. However, he closed the door very fast. Mm. Seconds later, the door swung open. Now, he understood at that point what had happened. With him closing the door so fast, the latch hadn't connected properly, mm. and the door has a tremendous weight on it. That's good to know. They're moving on, Alan. During the investigation Alan Shaw is in the a 17th century room, yeah. he's the listening, listening to what they've got to say. Yeah. And they're recording something unusual. Yeah. Footsteps. Now, they're clear footsteps. They are. With heavy boots, I would say. There was no one else in the building. Mm. So it was an unusual experience for them to have, of course. Now, one of the things that happened with Joe and Scott in the, the condensed in the castle they were doing some EVP work, but they started hearing this sound in the room that they couldn't explain. They didn't know where it was coming from, and luckily we were able to get it on the audio. So we'll have you take a listen. What's that? That's strange. So it doesn't sound like anything you've heard here before? No. I've not heard anything like that before. It's good that they, they came with recorders. We had several interesting experiences, and we did capture a few audio recordings. But for us, we don't feel it's enough that we can call the castle haunted. haunted. But it has been a great experience for us, and Alan, we wish you the very best for the future. I don't know what you Thank call you footsteps with Thank nobody you. in the, now, the uh, castle. Now revealed their findings to me. It's been really interesting. Know about that. All the stories that we've got come from hundreds and hundreds of years, so what they've actually found in one night, it's beyond my world's expectations. Well, Chris, there we have it, the Isle of Man. What did you think of it? A little frustrated, because we all had experiences. Mm -hmm. We're also able to debunk some things. But I was really glad we did find evidence, which actually gives credence to the, the claims of activity. Well, let's get back to the team and uh, get ready to leave this island. Yep. Fly to another location. Exotic. Maybe. Welcome, folks, to Christchurch in New Zealand. Well, they're going all the way down in New Zealand. These guys probably put some flight see, miles in. This is so insane. Really there was several years ago devastation of an earthquake in uh, Christchurch, New Zealand. Since then, it's been rebuilt. A lot of the activity has increased, according to our clients, since the seismic activity has occurred. Susan's going to give us the download. We are headed to the site of an infamous local murder mystery. A man by the name of Donald Frazier, the owner of the hotel, was shot to death in his bedroom. Ooh. Nobody was charged for the crime. Two apparitions have been seen. A lot of people say that one of the apparitions is actually the ghost of Mr. Frazier himself. Okay, folks, looks like the building's coming up in front of us. Does it look wreckedy or destroyed? That's all good to see you. Welcome to the Red Plus Hotel. This is Chris. Thanks, Paul. How you doing? Hey, got that good. 
I've called GHIN to really investigate this place with what's going on with the earthquakes, and we'd had something like 120% increase in paranormal claims. We're led to believe that there's quite a history with this place, and of course Race the big mystery, the murder Hotel. that happened to the owner, Fraser. Now, what do you know of Fraser, and how did he come to own this establishment? Donald purchased the hotel in 1929. He loved his horses, but of course this is right next to the Rick and Race Course. So I believe that Donald Fraser was quite a guy with a very serious temper. And now, some of these temper tantrums, of course, may be coming across into Gerald. some of the paranormal phenomenon which is reported here. Donald Fraser has been seen, and he's been known to interact with patrons in this area. There's a claim of a female walking into the part that would have been this, male only. This is uh, and about 14,000 miles. <laughs> and this is From where, where were girl is said to be seen. Britain. And she's been seen all over the hotel. We're near Maybe 1.32 in the morning. And went up to the door. And what I could see was a small girl, 8 to 10 years old, with a little bonnet and the lace-up boots and the old 30s clothing on. And with a wee finger gun like this. So, that can't be right. Up I went and put the lights on and wandered around, couldn't see anything. It's, it's quite uncanny. So this young girl, she died here? Yes, she died of tuberculosis. A lot of people call her Gabrielle. Gabrielle. I believe that Donald was murdered as he slept in his bed in this hotel. Is it possible we can see the area where this murder occurred? Absolutely. Let's Great. go. Welcome to Donald Fraser's room. Take us through the murder. Donald Fraser Again, was in bed. Asking for your simply support. Hears two shotgun blasts. The door behind us is ajar and no one else is to be seen. It would be interesting to stand the room up exactly the way the murder had occurred yeah. and see if there's any correlation to the footsteps with some this of the furniture being put back things. in its place. It might actually attract possibly Donald back That's to the scene. I was carrying a uh, bed from one room, putting it into Donald Fraser's room, and I heard a noise and I turned around and the floorboards were creaking directly in front of me. I had seen the figure of a male. He was quite tall. I believe the apparition that I seen was Donald Fraser. There has been he claims to see Donald Fraser. There's also claims of bloody footsteps from the murder scene. Well, we'll definitely get a look into this. Shall we move on? Absolutely, let's Great. go. Welcome to room eight. As you can see, this room was the worst affected by the earthquake. The claims in this room are of bloody footprints, and this time they're a little bit different because they're child-sized footprints. These child's footsteps. Yeah, Who do you well, think the earthquake must I'm, I'm not sure. Damaged all these buildings so severely they probably had to be demolished or remodeled. We are trying to chase up the murderer of Donald Fraser. This this murder case has lay open since the Donald Fraser was the murder victim. Why did they kill him? We're hoping to try and get some answers tonight. This to the corner. What we are dealing with here is a violent murder. We're also looking at the fact this place has had an incredible amount of seismic activity going on. There's all these different things which can sort of bring forth uh, paranormal activity. So I'm interested to see just, just how much that's going to affect tonight's investigation. Guys, cameras are all set. We are ready to rock. Paul, um, how's your coverage? Um, what we have is Donald Fraser's room, mm -hmm. obviously where this murder took place. And we also have the hallway outside. We have the room where these the bloody child's footsteps are reported being seen in the floor. Here's the main hallway. Good setup. And let's get those lights out and start this investigation. Cool. Gabrielle, don't be afraid of us. All we want to do is talk with you. Uh, Investigating the investigation begins. Hotel, this is six hours into it. Scott Tepperman is an investigator. Gabrielle. We should get situated. I've got this mm -hmm. new device. It's a ambient temperature 
deviation device, it measures significant temperature fluctuations. If it goes up by five degrees or more, red light will light up and it'll sound. If it drops more than five degrees, the blue light will come on and it'll sound. What they got? Please come forward. Come join us. Kind of like me. I know you might be scared. We do not mean you any harm. Nobody can hurt you anymore. Please come forward. We have all these lights here for you to play with. Come look at them. Please come forward. We have all these lights here for you to play with. Come look at them. the bar early in the morning. Scott and I are investigating the bar area, and uh, with us we have the ambient temperature deviation device. Little girl, is that you? As, as soon as you put it down, it started going crazy. It's like a detector. And uh, we think we might begin some kind of communication through his device. Little girl, could you come over to that device again and make it go off? Please make that light go off again. We just need to know. On cue. Oh went off again. Can you make that stop now? Thank you. Is anyone in here with us? What is they that? They have a star shine. That sounded like a grid. Yeah, like a like a voice. That did. That was creepy. It sounded vocal. That sounded vocal. At one point, Joe and I both heard clearly the sound of wailing of a young girl. Little girl, are you here? That sounds like footsteps. That sounds like it's footsteps right behind us. Gabrielle, is that you? Please come forward. Come to my, my myself or my friend Joe. Wow, I felt like something touched the back of my knee. Really? Little girl pulled, Gabrielle, tugged on his pants. Behind me, did I feel you touch the back of my leg? Are you with us? Did you do that? And I thought I felt something the ambient, touch the back of my leg. Uh, Was it a girl? I'm not sure. So uh, hopefully that she's communicated in some way. That was that was interesting. Yeah. Try and do the EVP session when there was something behind him. Here. Chris and I moved into room eight where these bloody footsteps were said to appear. No, there's nothing here that looks like blood. We couldn't see any trace of any blood left on the carpet. And so what we did, we brought in some fluorescein. This reacts to the protein in the blood and causes it to fluorescein. Since there's blood on the uh, floor. The floor of Fraser's room. Okay. We'll see if any of those bloody footsteps appear here. What is it supposed to look like? It turns black. It goes black. This stuff turns black. Illuminol lights up the blood blood spatter. We're in a murder investigation. Nothing. So there's no traces of blood protein. We were hoping to see any of those traces of blood. It's quite unknown as to why a series of bloody footsteps would appear. EVP session, Barry and Chris, Donald Fraser's room. Donald Fraser, you were murdered in bed, face down. Do you know who done this? Give us a clear answer on the device on the table. 
Who pulled the trigger? EVP players everywhere. You're a bad tempered son of a bitch. Maybe you got what you deserved. You drunken ass. Donald was a very aggressive man, and I believe that he may respond better to anger. So the questions that Chris and I were giving to so him were him more son of a bitch. We heard you were drunk. Your sad ass was carried to bed, and then you were shot in the chest. <laughs> were you aware that you're, your wife was cheating on you? You're definitely working him over with what the you words. What are that? Are you getting annoyed? And I pray to God that Donald has answered our question. Ending EVP session. Donald Fraser, are you here? Are you with us? Are you in this bar? Do you know who killed you? A lot of people think that your wife has something to do with this. Susan and I decided to investigate the, the restaurant, the last place. Fraser, as he had his last drink, we basically came out here using the laser grid to uh, try and take some photography. And we're also using this new millimeter that flashes lights and beeps when it detects high EMF. Okay, now. Mr. Fraser, no one knows who is responsible for killing you. Mr. Fraser, if, this, uh, if you're able to come towards us, if you're able K2. Can you make two lights flash? This is weird. I know. Whoever this is, whether it be Gabrielle. Can you do one for one for yes and two for no? Mr. Morse Fraser, code? If this is you, you can stop now. Yo, I need, I need you to make that stop. I'm not sure. I think it's a little girl. I think it's a little so girl. Here. Yeah. Seismic activity. In fact, it's, a, it's entirely environmental. Um, mm. But the seismic activity has been going on, and the earthquakes and whatnot. Um, you know, uh, it's it's no wonder there's a lot of this uh, this natural EMF floating around. Okay, guys. Um, I think we've we've had a really good investigation here. Let's get the equipment packed up. I think we've had a great investigation here. I've been recording recent down the equipment. Interview. We're having some activity in the barrier. We're getting some pretty good hits. And, uh, hopefully, uh, with the go to the owner or the caretaker and for this puzzle. Folks, that was a good case. And uh, Paul has done good work in getting that equipment packed up um, and pronto time. Also, guys, I want to let you know a lot of the hotels and motels have been booked uh, due to the fact that families are staying there because of the earthquakes. Fortunately, um, Anton says that he could hook us up with a place to stay for tonight. Well, this has to be it. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I guess there's a first for everything. I wonder what it is. What did he hook him up with this time? I have to say, it's actually better than I thought. I, I love it. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Good morning, world. <laughs> I like that one, too, though. 
Well, Joe Snowers. It's been kind of neat here in New Zealand because we're all kind of staying in a house rather than a hotel. <laughs> it was nice to see Scott and Susie cooking. Shut it. Yeah. Wow. Right, Susan does the cooking. Okay. Then we all end up a nice big kitchen. I don't know if you call it breakfast or lunch together. I mean, in New Zealand, it looks like an older home, but it, it's on a big ranch. Scott, I will give you no. five out of ten for that. Yeah, give me a five out of ten if you don't try anything, Barry. That's why. <laughs> it looked like everyone liked it. Um, I hope Scott they don't get too used to it because I don't want to be known as the, the resident cook, but I wouldn't mind cooking again in the future. We're just about going to analysis now for the uh, Rickerton Racecourse Hotel. Now it's time to go through our data um, and determine what's actually going to come from this investigation. Uh, one of the things I caught, guys, was, Joe, you and I were in the bar, and we heard the footsteps. We were worried it wouldn't get picked up, but we picked it up. So if you guys want to hear it, let me know what you think. Do, take a listen. That sounds like footsteps. That sounds like it's footsteps right behind us. Yeah. I know that we were upstairs. We were there, yeah. When when you guys yeah, we were, were downstairs, downstairs, you guys yeah. were upstairs. Yeah. And I, in fact, we have the footage. Yeah, actually, you can see Susan and I in here. Yeah. yeah. I had pretty. Yeah, my boots were <laughs> just digging into that ground, huh? Okay. Well, there you go. Anything else? We got anything else? Okay. Now I've got a, a piece of room. Scott and I were in the bar area. Mm -hmm. I was asking like a whole lot questions, of and I've got action in the house. Oh. Maybe they got something really good here. Why were you so belligerent? No way. Wow, that's awesome. I could hear that all the way through his earphones. Good singing. We took a look at uh, at this claim of, of bloody footprints. And we used a, a particular chemical called forensine. There was no physical dried blood resembling any sort of, of footprints or anything. Okay. Could mean that what the people were seeing would be like seeing an apparition He's a that's caretaker. not physically there. Interesting. Thank you. In the hotel. Some of the personal experiences, of course, um, led through to, to Joe and Scott, who were working down in the bar. And Joe had felt something brush Baz's leg. This is called oh, like my, myself Ghost my Hunters International show. Murders and Mysteries. Wow. I felt like something touched the back of my knee. Really? During our investigation, we were able personal to get one experience. thing that was... Personal experiences. And uh, we want you to take a listen to it. It's actually Joe and Scott. They're investigating downstairs in the old bar area. Okay. Why were you so belligerent? It's it's amazing, yeah. I don't know. Don't know. During the analysis, that's that's what we were hearing as well. Yeah. So, do you think that, that Donald Fraser maybe is living in some sort of denial, maybe in the spirit world? I'm very confused. I mean, to, I think an angry man is in life is a confused person. Um, it sounded like they're in Britain, but it was a colony. This is a colony of. You know, it's an amazing piece, and it's very Britain. clear. It's, it very easily stands out. Pacific Ocean. The first listen, it was very clear of what it said. So, no, it's 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 heaps. With everything that we've done, we were using all the different types of equipment. Yep. Um, we didn't see enough that we would call the hotel mm -hmm. um, haunted. Okay. The whole case was interesting for us. I mean, I've always been big into true crime, mm -hmm. and reading up on Donald's case. Yeah. I know this is something people are still talking about in the area. Yeah. And for us, it's kind of unfortunate to not be able to make some sense out of the case sure. for you. It's, you know, whether or not Donald's still here is still a mystery, really, at yeah. this point. Fortunately, there wasn't just enough coming back for us. Mm -hmm. oh, well, thank you. And uh, very impressed with uh, what you did, Gage. 
and uh, thank you for coming in and uh, helping Australia get to the bottom of the Racecourse Hotel. And uh, good luck on your next case. Great, thank you. Thank you. The Rickenham Racecourse Hotel is an, an ongoing mystery to Motor it. Lodge, and, uh, you know, Joe has definitely helped us uh, to get some answers. You know, what they caught for that, for that one this night, um, to, for me, is really exciting. Chris, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and, and I'm glad hey, that Anton mate. appreciated the work that we put in and what we were able to present to him. I really like the whole murder mystery part of it. So it's going to be something which is going to remain a mystery and go down in the history books. Well, that of takes some research. I suppose we better get back to the barn, pick up the team if they haven't killed each other, of course. <laughs> well, there you have it. There you have it. Murder mystery. And without uh, further ado, I got to say, sleep tight.